Okay, so we're recording, but I'm not going to mess with it because I went to the other. Now I'm going to hit start, stop. We're going to go. We'll see if, oh, we'll just see how many minutes we get out of this, okay? okay? Being categorized as disabled or handicapped can feel like you're moving forward in reverse. I'm your host, Scott Martin. Join me as I talk with my new friends from this underrepresented community about their views of life through their art, poetry, sport, and writing. Hey, life's a road trip. Hop in. Let's turn on some tunes and go. Hi, we're with our first guest of the all time, Sue Martin, who happens to be my wife. Uh, she is probably the music aficionado that uh, most prolific knowledge person of music from the 1980s that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so I want to touch on this. Um, so yeah, what you're doing right now, I want you to just be as casual as possible. Okay. okay? And we're not going to be naked any starts and stops. So if George, our dog starts barking or something, <laughs> just let it okay. happen. Um, so I'm in the basement, Sue's upstairs. So, um, let me just get started with Casey Kasem comes on Saturday mornings on 107.9 and we listen to it on tune in radio. And we already start with me keeping my mouth shut. I'm wondering, waiting for you to say, oh, it's 1981. I know this. And you're never more than one year off. And it just blows me away. So I want to hear your aspect and we can just chit chat about music from the 80s. So I pulled up Billboard's top 10 from every year starting in 1980. And yeah, so we're going to go from there and... Let me let me throw you this one out. Guess who or what song? This would blow me away if you got this. The number one song from 1980, according to Billboard Top 10. What was the group? I'll give you You're, that. I'm supposed to just guess? <laughs> just guessing. Yeah. I, See if you can guess it. I thought you would give me a hint or a little clip or something. All right. Well, that, the, the song, let me think. Okay. <laughs> um. What the number one song was for, uh, for 80, 1980. 1980. If you guess anything in the top 10, that's great. We'll see how many you can come up with. Is it Air Supply? Air Supply is not <laughs> it. They're not even in the top 10. I'm, I'm Thank okay goodness. <laughs> so am I. Mean, I. I can't stand fans, Air Supply. I am so sorry if I offended you. <laughs> but. Just. I'm looking at this top 10 okay. and it's all over the place. You and I talk about this all the time, how crazy that, that decade was. <laughs> You're going to, once I, I'm going to give you. The, eclectic. Oh, he's just yes. Crazy. He went running out. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So how about just throw me any bands from 80 that you think might be in the top 10. Now, this is nice. So put your 1980 thinking well, cap on. Think probably Urban bright colors. Cowboy was, I think a big, like um soundtrack <clears throat> with songs that year um yellow xanadu was i think a big movie soundtrack year oh so you're getting into you're saying that in 1980 especially the early 80s a lot of movie soundtracks made up the top 10 list. um i don't i know in the mid 80s it was very big Beverly okay. Hills Cop, um, uh, White Knights, uh, the one with um, Jeffrey. Oh, 
He's up there working. Dahmer? No. Uh, is it Jeffrey Hines? Is that just Yeah, and, I think so. And um, uh, uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Baryshnikov. Yeah, White Knights. You know, stuff yes. like that. Well, here is the top song of 1980. It was by Blondie. Oh, Call me. I, I was just gonna say, call me. Well, that was from American Gigolo. <laughs> I here this this one might blow you away. Another brick in the wall part two from Pink Floyd was number two. Okay. See, so talk about eclectic. I'll go down the list. This is just 1980. And it just this is just touching on things. Olivia Newton John with magic oh, was number three. That's from Xanadu. Okay. Xanadu, um, see, there the you go. Neighbors are outside and he's having a royal fit. Oh, fantastic. Is yeah. he outside? Jack right and Joan. Oh yeah. So can I put you down for a minute? Sure. Okay. This is how we're probably going to be running uh, shows in case we want this to be totally unscripted because it's going to be more appealing to people. Right. So hi, George. There we go. No, he's not in. I don't know if they were really out Uh, or what, but he. he He's just going crazy. So I'm just opening his bag. (laughs) Treats to coax him in. This is what we end up having to do so many times. Um, okay. it's dark outside right now. We're in, we're in the evening, so he might not see it. Oh, oh, he's ponying up. Come on, George. Come on. It's cold. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. We're in. So I'm impressed with this because I'm in the, in our basement. Our house is built in 1957 and you, this basement is all in 1957 with a dry bar and everything where professors used to live. And we've, we've always talked about, my God, some of the parties that they must've had here with college professors living all around the neighborhood, probably coming down here and, and listening to music from early sixties, you know, all through the sixties, my God, some of the things that, or the smoke that might actually be, have been inhaled in here and <laughs> during the late sixties, <laughs> thank goodness we moved in and there wasn't any uh, smell of uh, cigarette smoke, but Pot, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some of that uh, in, uh, indulged in in the late 60s, early 70s. Okay, so uh, Michael Jackson was top uh, was four. Here's one. One of your faves, Captain and Tennille, number five. Do you uh, do that little thing that to one me more one time. more time? Do that to me one more time, wow. yes. Uh, Queen. Another one. No, not uh, another one bites the dust. Um, don't tell me. Okay. Um, Fat Bottom Girls. Nope. Oh, don't tell me. Um, another one bites. The, no, it's not another one bites the dust. Oh, ah, uh, uh, radio Gaga. <laughs> nope. Uh, something about a bicycle. Okay. No, this is off, off that crazy little thing called love. Oh, and then McCartney with coming up, uh, funky town with lips, lips, Ink. that was a one hit wonder, right? Yes. Yeah. Lips Inc. Billy Joel was still hot. So, uh, it's still rock and roll okay. to me. And then. Number 10, here you go back with your movie theme, Bette Midler. Oh, The Rose from The Rose. Yes. Yes. Okay. So scrolling down the list a little bit, um, you know, I just want to find out because you would mention it, how eclectic this is. So 1981 had leading off with uh, Kim Carnes. Betty Davis eyes. Very good. Then Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Endless Love. Yep. Kenny Rogers. Just Kenny Rogers. Just Kenny Rogers. Lady. Yes. That was written by um, Lionel Richie. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. They, they did a song together once. They did? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't. I'm asking the wrong person. I'm going to seem stupid. Um, John Lennon. Um, just like starting over or woman. Yes. You're rolling. 
Rick Springfield, your man. Uh, don't talk to strangers. Jesse's girl. Nope. Jesse's girl. Very good. Cool in the gang. <sighs> 80, ladies night. Nope. Celebration. Probably the same. Yes. Celebration. Uh, Hall and Oates. Man mm, eater. Tough because now it's probably off that same album. Private eyes. No, off the same album. Uh, uh, Kiss on okay. my list. Okay. And then Eddie Rabbit. Again, going eclectic. I love a rainy night. Very good. And then going back to movie themes with Dolly Parton. Uh, Nine to five. Yep. And Ario Speedwagon, one of your faves. Not one of my faves. I know. (laughs) Keep on loving you, which is what I do. I just keep on loving you, babe. All right. So let's skip a little bit. Let's um, give me a year that you want to explore. This will be our last one we explore. Um, 1987. Okay. 87. You want to, how do you want to do this? Let me throw out the band. Okay. Or the song. Whatever you would like. No, I'll throw out the band. Number one, the bangles. Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. Very good. It always makes me think of Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Yep. He had a yes. thing for King Tut. Yes. Heart. That's a tough one. That is. Be- I have they, no clue what this song is. They were kind of researching then. Um, uh-huh. It's a one word song. Never. No, alone. Oh. I have no clue what that song is, and legally we can't pull that up and play it. You would if you heard it. You would know it. Oh, uh, bet I would. Yeah. Now, Gregory Abbott. Oh, shake you down. Number three. Yes, my wife's on a roll. Okay, now here's a broad one. Whitney Houston, number four. God, that's tough because she was very. I know because she had so very many. Hot. Um, I want to dance with somebody. Yes. Uh, five, a starship. We built this city. Other one. Um, oh, it's from that, um, mannequin. I cannot think of the name of it. Nothing's going to yes, stop us from now. the movie mannequin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie Neville. <gasps> C'est la vie. Yes. Uh-oh. What? Here we go. The one that you love. And I just kind of always look the other way whenever you, Who's playing? White Snake. White Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Pick which song do you think it is? Number seven oh, for the year. Um, here I go again. Yeah. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite songs. It always kind of tears me up whenever I hear it. Bruce Hornsby in the Rain. That's just the way it is? Yep. It always, as a social studies teacher, history teacher, it always ticks mm. me off. Excuse me, I can say this. It pisses me off when I hear the lyrics to that song. Right. About here we are. How many years later, 35 years later, and that crap is still going on with what they were talking about in the song. Here we go. And you and I saw it a few times in Europe, Mm -hmm. right? Especially in London um, when we gave fries to that guy that was outside the hotel. God, it still happens. Okay. Number nine, Bob Seger with? The Silver Bullet Band? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The name of the song. See if you can get it. Uh, Shakedown? Yes, very good. From Beverly Hills And the last Cop. one, uh-huh, see another movie one, yeah, right? Yeah, it was Beverly Hills Cop or Beverly Hills Cop 2? I think it's Beverly Hills Cop 2. Okay. Okay. Because it was later. Yeah. Okay. Um, bringing up number 10 was done by Bon Jovi. Uh, you Give Love a Bad Name. Nope, same album. Living on a Prayer. Yep, there you go. So that wraps up. See how smart my wife is? She blows me away with this stuff. We get on track on some of this stuff on Saturday mornings when we're hanging out in bed, if we're both off. And it just takes us a while to get out of bed. All right. So um, we've already done the summarize the decade. Um, give me a little bit of information on concerts that you attended back then, or you can be as wild as you want, uh, or bands 
that you attended since the 80s that were played known for their music from the 80s so go ahead uh well of course we went to a couple white snake concerts (laughs) yeah figure that I left that one open. Uh, white Snake yep. with Great White opening. I believe that was at Alpine mm-hmm. Valley. Okay. We went, uh, I think it was World Series of Rock, which was at Alpine Valley. And with White Snake, there was multiple groups. Um, we went to Monsters of Rock in Minneapolis. And I think Van Halen was um, the the headliner. But there, I think there was three other groups as well, like Dokken and I can't even tell you. Um, yeah, that kind of was the 80s. Went to see Stevie Nicks with my sister. Peter Frampton opened at Alpine Valley. That's probably the extent of it. Okay. Being that the name of the show is Life's a Road Trip, it's time to shift gears of this conversation. The drive of this podcast is to cruise with handicap or disabled community. You're not handicapped, but you do offer a unique, a unique perspective. Now we first met in our late teens. Then I went off to college and life happened and we just drifted apart. At that time I was a soccer player and we danced the nights away at the disco. Back then you kind of saw me as a hunk as you tell me and stuff, but Four years later, (laughs) you found me on Facebook to find that I was now a quad amputee. Now, I have to ask you, babe, what was it like to learn that I had become handicapped, that I had wore braces uh, to walk after losing parts of my feet, and I had lost both of my hands? Tell me about Um, it. To be honest, I was nervous meeting you because I wasn't sure what my reaction would be to the physical aspect because I had grown to care so much about you with our interactions with not actually seeing each other. Well, sometimes, you know, when we would video chat, but I wasn't sure. And I was apprehensive. I'll, I'll admit it. I, Okay, thank you for the candor. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you that. No, we've never talked about it, which is really cool to help us. You know, we may end up keeping this episode on there for uh, everybody to hear and not just use it as a test. But this is good for us, too, uh, as a couple to be able to talk about it because we've never really gotten into it all that much. But it's kind of cool that we're doing it here in a podcast. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, I respect where you're coming from. And that leads me to the next question, just in general or however you want to go about it. What's it like to be married to a handicapped or disabled person? I, because it came later in my life, um, I had to learn how to do things, which in my previous marriage, I had somebody that would pretty much take care of all that. So now I'm learning how to do it. Um, now you're talking about, you know, when you and I get together. So when we first got together, we bought a lot of online furniture to, <laughs> to set up an apartment. And you're the one that had to go about putting everything together. And that's what you're talking yes, about, I, right? I, yes, I am. Okay. Um, okay. And sometimes now when we do things together, I think you get frustrated. And I always take <laughs> it as frustration on me. But sometimes nope. I, you will explain, no, it's you not being able to do it, but you'll tell me, right. 
give me instructions to do it this way. And I'm always go the opposite way for whatever reason. <laughs> See, there's a tendency with us is you don't trust yourself as much because, well, society teaches you as a female typically did. Oh, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Plus you were married to someone that did all that stuff, but he always treated you a little differently than I do. Absolutely. Uh, and he just didn't trust you or didn't think that you were anyway. Let's, let's not get into yeah, that sort of stuff. So, okay. All right. So again, it's good. And I think that this sort of thing, because most of the, the guests that we're going to be having on the show are all disabled or handicapped or something. And, and to be speaking with um, a spouse like yourself, you know, of a person that's handicapped, um, I think it's a unique perspective. So, and oh. in some ways, I think we all have a handicap. Yours are just more visible. Very profound, my dear. Yeah. Well, let's pop into what I'm really looking forward to doing with guests at, at the end of each show. We're going to do the road trip checklist. Okay. okay. So thinking about some stuff, I'm just going to throw you five different questions. Just roll with whatever comes off top of your head. I don't care how weird it is. All right. So. Pretty simple. Okay. What's your go-to? What? All right. So you and I are out going on a road trip and we looking for blue signs. And we always say, what are you hungry for? I don't know. What are you hungry? You know, we always go through that. So what's your go-to fast food? Say, if I'm not in the car, what's your go-to fast food? Um, Taco Bell comes to mind. Yeah. And you always get a packet of um, hot sauce for each Mild item. sauce. Each item. Mild. mild. Yeah. Yep. Make sure it's mild. All right. Number two, what's your dream car for a road trip? I mean, we've already got your convertible bug. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sue drives a convertible Volkswagen. So what's your dream car if it's not your bug? So I can go a little high. Behind. Anything. Whatever you want, babe. Um, I would say a Cadillac. Really? Yes. Not one of those big boats. Not a big boat, like the sporty CTS. That, okay. because they ride nice, they are quiet on the road. Okay. Um, and okay. I'm sure they have improved since I've had one. Although okay. I did like my little um, SUV because you sit up a little higher. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can get something under the Christmas tree this year. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last cassette or CD that played while you're on a road trip. Frank Sinatra's Greatest Hits. That's nice. And that was probably when you're on your way to Sandy's yes. to visit for a weekend. The first okay. time I, I had just her gotten sister. that CD, I was heading to Milwaukee. This was 2008, I believe, 2009, 2008, to fly to see my friend Mary in Vegas. So I flew down or drove down to Sandy's and Dennis's, and then they took me to the airport. And I had just gotten that CD I had donated to PBS on one of their, when they mm, do that, mm -hmm. and got that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I still like it. I love it for road tripping. Excellent. Okay. Number four is Coke or Pepsi. That could be any of their products. And that didn't have to be Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. You know, sodas. Yeah. We have a lot of Coke here. I'm going to say Pepsi. Wow. You're throwing me off. <laughs> Why is it then we, well, you know, when we, you and I go through and we, we stop because we always get a medium or a large and then we always, of Can course, I say Dr. Pepper? Is that a Coke product? That's what I was just going to say. I, no, I think it's a, I think they're independent, aren't they? Because you and I always look for, hey, they got Diet Dr. Yes. Pepper. And so whenever somebody has Diet Dr. Pepper, Arby's, and then we saw it 
we were at Hardee's recently and we saw that they had it. So we always do that because it's so rare for us to get it. Um, last one. What's your favorite road trip memory? Uh, driving to Memphis to marry the love of my life. Oh, <laughs> oh. that was fun. That wasn't was it? very fun. That was wild. That was most Remember that, enjoyable. Uh, that we were looking for a hotel, uh, like we were Southern Illinois because we had to cut it in half because we live in central Wisconsin and drive all the way to Memphis. We weren't going to make it in one day. So we stopped eh, 60% the way down some little hotel. I don't know. It ended up being in a good location, but it was at night and uh, the computer helped us. On the way down. On the we way down. In where Popeye's yeah. hometown is or, you know. That's right. I can't. I That's don't. right. I forgot what the name. It was in Illinois. Yes, it was. But okay. All right. Very cool. Thanks. Okay, that wraps up test show uh, number one, and hopefully this is going to be the only test show. So I really appreciate it, babe. And would you do something for me? If I can. Um, do you think I have enough wine for dinner? Are we cooking tonight? No. Um, no. We're doing that. We're heating formal. something up. We're okay. doing beef. Well, when I come up, I'm going to I'm gonna move my wine from the fridge to freezer. So, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is really going out. This is going to be posted on the website for our guests that we're going to be recording before I drop our first one, which I think is scheduled for Tuesday, January 3rd. So any uh, guests that I interview before then are going to be hearing this just as a test. By the way, this one a little bit over 19 minutes. Were you comfortable? I was very comfortable, honey. I, I think you did well. I appreciate okay. it. So um, let me get out of here and I appreciate it. Love you, babe. Love you. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check out previous episodes with new ones dropping each Tuesday. If you don't see a synopsis of this show where you're listening, visit our website at lifesaroadtrip.podbean.com for more information on this week's guest. This is your host, Scott Martin, reminding you that life's a road trip. 